Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. So I've recently been asked to participate in a summit called Parents Who Know. And it's absolutely free if you join. There's 30 experts that are talking about how to make parenting easier. So if you've ever felt discouraged as a parent or wondered what if you're doing (laughs) even matters, then you need to come check out the Parents Who Know Summit. Come sign up. It's completely free. It's this week, the 16th through 18th of September. Click the link in the podcast information or go to dianaballard.com and there's a link there where you can sign up and be able to have access to listen to these 30 amazing presentations. So parents who know. So click on the link and come check it out. Hey ladies, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend Jackie Rockwell. She is the host of Moms and Money podcast. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, she lives in Oregon with her husband and three kids. She loves teaching money management skills to busy moms without adding more stuff to their to-do list. She's on a mission to ditch the mom guilt, banish mom shaming. She believes that moms don't have to feel stuck in their motherhood and that we can have the power within us to live full and abundant lives and learn how to manage our personal finances is, is a huge part of, you know, living the life that we want. So, hey, Jackie, welcome to the podcast today. Hi, Diana. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. So tell me, like, how, how did you get started with this? Like, what, like, what do you, what is, like, how did you get motivated to start budgeting? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because I've been um, into finances since I was 18. Um, I like opened up a retirement account really early and like was like learned how to like take care of my credit. My mom taught me all of those good things, but then I never really got into like the month to month budgeting because I thought it sounded like a lot of work and I didn't want to do that. (laughs) Um, But then when I was looking at um, some of our student loans, when my husband and I were first, not first, but you know, like hmm, we had our student loans, we were out of school and and we had been paying them off for like maybe a couple years. And I was looking at them and I was like, oh, one of these is never going to be paid off at the rate that we're paying on it. And that's not okay. I have a big problem with that. Um, I talked to my husband about it and he was like, oh yeah, I figured we'd always just be in debt. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm not okay with that. Um, So that's what motivated me. Like I knew at that point that something had to give. And so that's when I started looking at budgeting and um, what it would look like for us to get on a budget. And uh, soon after that, we created our first budget, but it, it, well, it was very painful for us to have this conversation about our money because we weren't in a good financial place. And um, so that was really hard. But then um, we, we went ahead and did it and um, it was a really tight budget, but we made it through the month. And then the next month we wanted to like do some fun things. We had this wedding, out of state wedding and like um, family to go visit. And so we just threw the budget out the window and went and did all this fun stuff. And we didn't get back to budgeting for like a year and a half after that. So, yeah. So um, 
the reason we started doing that budget was because like, again, we just hadn't, we were just not in a good financial place and knew that we needed to do something. And so, um, so then it was time for us to, to look at our money again and that time it stuck. Um, so that was a lot better. So what's the difference between then and now? Like what kind of like results do you have now? Yeah. So the, you mean between like when it didn't work, when we did. Yeah. So like when you were stressed with money, things didn't work over to like, you know, being able to, you know, what, what are you, what do you enjoy now? Cause you've budgeted. Yeah. Yeah. So the benefit of budgeting month after month is that you have these processes in place. And so now my budget is really easy and it doesn't require me and my husband to sit down and get really upset. And one of us wind up crying, usually me. And you know, it's not an upsetting process. In fact, now when we budget it, I usually do it myself, but when we do budget together still, like if something changes in our, you know, when coronavirus hit, we budgeted together to like talk about how we wanted to shift things around. But now it's, it's so much easier because we, we have, uh, we've figured out our budget. So when we first created a budget, we were using like these numbers that didn't really make sense. Uh, they, they were numbers and, and, but we just didn't understand how to like create a budget that really suited us. And so it was like, we were trying to fit into this mold that didn't fit us. And then the, the other problem was we didn't have a, a month end or a month beginning process right. to then carry everything over to the next month. So what I teach my students to do is like create a, a monthly process so that you, so you know, you're going to be going into the next month and landing on your feet and, you know, like, uh, take, you know, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure the expression I'm trying to think of, but like start off on a roll and, yeah. and keep going. And so, um, some of those things that can motivate you to do that are like tracking, things like your net worth and you're paying off your debt or just whatever your goals are is like tracking those goals and seeing you how you're getting closer to those goals. So, um, I love that. So I, how do you, how do you stick to it month after month? Is that, is that because you have the system in place that makes it easier just to, like you said, like you're sliding into the next month? Yeah. So we, yeah, we have a system in place. It's on my calendar. It's something that it's like, in fact, um, we're recording this on the fourth of the month and normally I do it on the first of the month, but because everything was crazy, things happened and I didn't get to it on the first, I'm doing it on the fourth and it's like, okay, it's Friday. If this doesn't get done, like I really need to prioritize this. And so it's something that's important to our family. We know that it needs to be done so that we just know it's done. Um, and so, so putting it on my calendar is huge. And then also being able to see the progress that we've made from it, it's kind of like weight loss, right? Like you can see your pants beginning to fit a little looser or, you know, you can feel your body like getting stronger. So you see this progress and it's encouraging, right? We're getting closer to our goals or we've reached some of our goals. So that's really empowering and wants us, or uh, encourages us it makes us want to continue like working towards. Oh, I love that. 
Why do you think people like have a resistance to budgeting? Um, Well, I think, mm, I think there's lots of reasons. I think one of the main reasons is that people think that they're just not good at money. I'm doing air quotes here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like people think, okay, I made a mistake with money. You know, like I have all this debt. I don't know how to do this. Um, And I think that that's just not true. Like I've definitely made mistakes with money, but I don't, but I've had to like tell myself, like, I'm not bad at money just because I've made those mistakes. We've all made mistakes. It's about learning from those mistakes and not, you know, making them again. Or if you make them again, dusting yourself off and keep going. Um, So I think that that has a lot to do with it. And then I also think that it's just the time that it takes. Like, it's just unknown and people don't know what to expect or how to build a, a budget that fits their family, right? Every person that I work with, they're like, you know, Sarah's budget is completely different from Judy's budget like they're just totally different because they have different income they have different sizes of families they are at different points in their life like different debts that they're paying off everyone's is different and so I think the other thing that I see people not quite grasping is that a budget is like your best guess Mm. it's not a um it's not like a law or a rule. So large corporations have budgets and they're like just the best guess for the year. You know, like they do annual or, well, usually it's an annual budget, but so they have their annual budget for 2020. And as they're going through the year, they look at last month and they look at, okay, did I, or did the company, was it within budget? Where did we go over budget? So there's, it, it's not like they get to the end of the month and, and stop buying something of a certain category. It's like that money just moves around and that's okay for that to happen. And sometimes you're just going to go over budget because stuff happens. And so that's why the, one of the first things you want to do is put money into like a savings account. So you have a little bit of wiggle room. So you're right. not like, die, you know, like totally just out of money at the end of the month, you know, like at the 25th or, or whatever. So, yeah. So then that's, what, so your savings is kind of like your, your backup, your cushion to fall in if you need it. Like you're, yeah. you're trying to be as wise as you can following your budget. And then, you know, if and you know, and you've already put away money to savings each month so that you have a little bit of wiggle room, if, especially while people are learning a new budget, I think it's very exactly. crucial to you know, be able to pay yourself in the beginning, which is into savings, but like learning a new budget, like, especially like a grocery budget can be, -hmm. can be, you know, how do I cut down on things? How do I actually stick on a budget? Like I want to buy these other five things, but it doesn't fit in my budget. How do I adjust things? So yeah, I think that, I think that's a great um, thing there for a, a great tip, I guess. What other tips would you like tell some moms about budgeting? One of the biggest things that I teach about budgeting is to pick one thing to change in your budget. So you look at all of your expenses, where you've been spending your money, and you're going to probably want to change a lot of things because if you've been overspending, you probably have 
multiple areas that you would like to cut back in, but really to just like pick one spot and, and like go all in on that spot, you know, like really focus on that and make sure that you get that dialed in on that budget before moving to like your next style of budget. So like the first one might, you might not be contributing as much to your savings, or you might not be contributing as much to like a retirement account. You might not be as paying as much debt off as you would like, but you're like setting up your good habits before you go into those other things, if that makes sense. So that's, that's my number one tip is to like pick, pick what you want to focus on. And then kind of a tip that goes along with that is doing a spending freeze. So you can think about how can I really like cut back in this one area. So for example, in groceries, we, well, it's not in groceries, it's in um, restaurants, but we do a challenge at Motherhood Inspired every year or uh, twice a year in April and October for a week where you don't spend any money at restaurants. And so like any money on any food other than groceries. And so you, um, you really, really cut back on those grocery or the dining out and you spend a little bit more in groceries because you're like making your own food, but everyone knows that dining out costs a lot more than making your own totally. food. So <laughs> overall you're saving money. So you can do a spending freeze on certain areas and then it's temporary and it doesn't feel like you're going to be doing it forever. So well, I love that because I mean, someone could pick like, I'm not going to buy anything online for a week. Exactly. Which is a huge, there's so like, it's so easy to buy stuff online. Like, Oh yeah. I just, I think that, I mean, there's so many ways that people can do those, um, freezes that that's just, that's a wonderful tip. Um, like I, I have to ask you though, when you budget with your spouse, like what, you know, like even like with your kids, say your kids want something, you know, you're like, what advice do you have for moms that <clears throat> are learning how to budget, learning how to budget with their spouse? And what if their spouse is like a huge spender or, you know, like, isn't quite on board? Like, give me a little, let's give them a little bit of um, hope <laughs> and encouragement yeah. with what they can do with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is a big challenge that I get. I get asked this question a lot because um, typically one person is ready to make a change before the other person is um, in lots of ways of marriage. But um, a lot of times with money, that that is also true. And so because I work with moms, I'm usually talking to a woman who is ready to do some budgeting and their husband's not quite there. And maybe he's just an overspender or maybe he just doesn't want to like commit to doing the budget, like whatever it is, there's, there needs to be some um, compromise so that they can work together. Right. So the first thing that you have to realize is that you're going to have to have a hard conversation and there's just no way around that. Um, so coming up with, uh, reasons or like thinking about a few things before you go into this conversation will be very beneficial for you. So I would suggest thinking about um, what long-term goals you have, long-term or short-term, you could have both. Um, because a lot of times your partner is also going to have goals. And so by, by setting these goals together, or at least telling them about your goals, 
they that's motivation to want to work towards that so whether it's a long-term goal or a short-term goal you you like have something together that you're wanting to do and the other thing that this really helps with is getting your partner to like be a little bit compassionate right so this is something that i want and i need you to support me in like this change that i want to make in our family so um i'm willing to you know fill the numbers out on the spreadsheet and 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 look at this but i really need you to like be at the computer with me for the first couple of months and look we're going to be this is our goal and so here we are here and this is where we want to get and um let's you know let let's work on this together and then with the kids it's a little bit different um a lot of times if they're young they're not really going to notice but i do encourage you to like start talking to your kids about money but then if your kids are older you can like just teach them about what you're doing so our kids are seven and ten and they know that um we have this much money for groceries every month and we have this much money to pay for our mortgage every month and they're like their minds are blown when they hear like what that you spend that many thousands of dollars on our house you know like <laughs> just like these wild numbers that they don't even realize and it's like yeah because this is where we all live and so we want to you know we pay a lot of money to have a house and to you know heat it and all of these things and so this is how much money we're paying for groceries and um you know we want to pay for these things but that means that we can't always pay for like extra video games or you know stuff like that so um so oh, it's yeah. about teaching them to prioritize and just getting them in the conversation a little bit well because i think there's a lot of people that are struggling with finances right now because their parents never talked to them about it you know right. so people not people not <laughs> hearing anything about finances and realizing like that the world does cost money to do things you know like to live and have a nice house and you know we can't always get to that place without working hard and all that kind of stuff i think that's great to talk to your kids about that so you have a course about money so tell me about that yes um it's called financial confidence boot camp and in it i use what i created called the abundant money method and so there's three steps to this method and the first step is I called setting your direction. So it's all about creating your goals and figuring out what you want. And so, like I said, like that's really important to do with your partner so that you guys have an idea of what you're working towards and what the other person wants. You know, like, do you want to be out of debt? Do you want to pay off the house? Do you want to buy a house? You know, wherever you're at in your finances. And then the second part is creating your budget. So it's about taking these big goals and like, shoop, like uh, shrinking them down into like bite-sized pieces so that they fit into your budget. And then, you know, going from this beginning budget to your ideal budget is kind of a process that the, that the student goes through. And then learning how the third part is called <laughs> reflect and thrive sorry i had a brain fart there <laughs> um so it's about looking back 
and seeing what worked, what didn't work. You know, it's all about how you are going to stick with your budget month after month, what tools you're using each month to like track your progress. Um, so that you, so that you continue to budget and be successful towards your goals. Wow, so it's kind of a like an amazing course there. <laughs> it's very awesome. That's great. <laughs> And so where can they find you and where can they find your course? Yes. So I am at JackieRockwell.com. And then on, um, on Instagram is kind of where I hang out the most. And it's at motherhood.inspired. Um, so those are two good places to find me. And then as a, as a jumping off point, I have something that's, that I use every month before I really get into my budgeting and it's called the monthly expense tracker. So it's where I keep track of all my bills and just everything that needs to be paid that I have to pay. And if I don't, I'm going to have a problem. Right. <laughs> um, and so it's just, it's a downloadable, you can download it as a PDF or, well, it's a spreadsheet, but it prints out nicely as a PDF as well, I should say. So it's paper and pencil friendly, if that's what you prefer, or you can use it on the computer. And it's at JackieRockwell.com slash tracker and it's free. And so if you're really looking for like, where do I start with all of this? That's a really good place to, to get started. Wow. What an amazing resource. I love that. So make sure that you connect with Jackie Rockwell. I'll put all her info in, um, you know, the, the notes for the podcast. You want to make sure that you connect with her. Jackie, this has been wonderful talking with you. I've learned some things myself and um, we, we have loved having you and we'll hope that you'll join us again. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. And ladies, um, we'll tune in next week for our next episode and you guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Hey mama, have you shared the mom training podcast or anything about mom training with another mom? Girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Let's help out some other moms. Share this with somebody. Share this with somebody that might change their life forever. And in the meantime, make sure you're jumping in. You have subscribed and you show up here every single week to build a solid foundation for your home and be an awesome rockin' mom. See you later.